I'm Laura Linney, and this is Masterpiece Classic. This week on a very special Lords of Grantham, we revisit the Downton Abbey exhibition as it leaves New York. And uh, that's really all we're going to do. Short and sweet. Mm. I'm back. Back in the New York All right, we're back. We're here. We we have a guest this time. Yeah, because you know we saw that the the exhibition was leaving, and we mm-hmm. we discussed kind of making an effort to go again, but it's money. It's money. <laughs> it's time. Yeah, and we we saw, it, and we always felt like we needed to talk about it again because we didn't do the best effort on that episode. It was, yeah, it was a month removed from having been there. Yeah, it was a month removed, and it was kind of at the point where we were just kind of getting our footing in what the pod this podcast is. Yeah. So. We have our friend Ken here, mm-hmm. who just went to the exhibition a couple days ago. Oh, uh, yeah, two days ago. So we're recording this right before it closes. We don't know exactly when we're going to release this in our timeline. Yeah. Who knows? But regardless... I don't know. We, we don't know where it's traveling to next. But Yeah. So we want to come in and talk about it mm-hmm. with someone who has a fresh pair of eyes on it. So yeah. before we even start talking the exhibition, you're... When did you start watching Downton when it was on? Um, I, I started watching it uh, in the first season. I'm not sure exactly when. I think it the show had started already. Uh, there was a lot of buzz about it at the time. And I think um, I ended up actually downloading it from the iTunes store at the time because they were wow. offering, they were offering the first episode for free. I think they were trying to hook people into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in my case, it worked obviously. So then I I continued to watch it um, through through Apple. No, after uh, after I caught up online, then I continued to watch it on PBS for free. Masterpiece Theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Laura Lenny. Yeah, miss you. Yeah, so there was no binging at that point, which you know was sort of strange for me. I think because so many shows that I watch, you know, and mm-hmm. I think a lot of people uh, at this point in time we binge. Uh, so it was sort of strange to be watching a show where you had to wait. Yeah, you know, a whole week to see what happened next. Mm-hmm. Especially, you know, a show like Downton that has such a short season, mm-hmm. like a lot of these uh, British shows do. Yeah, that you feel like you've only just started the season, and then before you know it, it's over. Yeah, and <laughs> you really have to wait. Time flies so, when you're watching a current TV mm, show. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, so you love you are you big? You're a big fan of the show, right? I'm a big fan. I, I, yeah, I mean, I you enjoyed it front to back. I wouldn't say I'm a fanatic, but who's your favorite character? The Dowager. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, it's an easy character to She's love. She's got some zingers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. She's the quip queen, as we say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She always has something to say at the right moment. Yeah. So what were you looking for when you were going to this exhibit? What what, what drew you to the exhibit? Uh, you know, when I, whenever I watch anything, I, I tend to get pretty involved with the shows that I watch. Um, I tend to get mm-hmm. pretty immersed. And I guess the thing that I was most looking forward to was I, I knew that to some extent there was uh, there was some set recreation there and so I wanted to be able to mm. feel like I was actually you know inhabiting the same the same space that and, the characters that I follow. And did you know this because you listened to our episode on the exhibit? 
Uh, no, I confess <laughs> I did not. <laughs> no, that's that's fine. He's keeping it real. I, I, yeah, I, I appreciate I that. I feel bad, but I'll just be open and admit to your listeners that I myself am not uh, caught up on your podcast. So to clarify to listeners, Ken here is a, is a friend. He's not. We don't have him on the podcast because he's an avid listener. No, just he, he's a, he's a he's friend. not an expert or anything. <laughs> well, I mean, he's an expert, but he's not. Much, you know. Uh, so the reason why we have him on here is because he's a friend and he went to the exhibit and we wanted to do another brush up. Well, I, I gave you my Amazon Prime login so your parents could watch <laughs> Downton. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think why exactly I, I needed that. Well, you were um, telling me your story about how you got your parents into Downton. If you yeah, want to, we were talking about it yesterday. Oh, jeez. hope my parents don't ever listen to this, but I think that's pretty unlikely. Well, if you're not listening, then they're not. Oh, that's yeah. true. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, my, my parents, uh, you know, <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was telling Dave this yesterday that you know, I feel like there are there are different kinds of shows out there. And there mm-hmm. are some shows that are, you know, you can admit to yourself, this is a trashy show. Yeah. But I like this show. You know, mm-hmm. you watch it. It's not particularly good, but you enjoy it. Whatever. Yeah. And then there are shows that are just good shows. You know, they're, yeah. of, they're of a certain caliber. They're quality shows. Mm-hmm. And I feel like uh, my parents watch far more of the former. And oh, really tra- not, trashy not, bad yeah, shows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not too many of the latter. Uh, my what? parents watch a lot of reruns of... Of uh, they have a few sitcoms that they're pretty into. Okay, uh, one of the biggest ones is, is uh, Two and a Half Men. Um, so they Men. get into a routine yeah. where you know yeah. they'll sit down and they'll watch the same episodes That's, that they've seen mm. before. So I've been trying for a while to try to get them to expand their their television horizons to, to yeah. look at some other things. And um, really, I think what started and what got them into binging, which isn't something that they've done, or even streaming, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, they watch a, live, a lot of live television. Even though they have Netflix, they didn't really use it. Yeah. Um, I got them to watch Stranger Things a while back. Mm. And then I got my, my mother into this uh, other Netflix original series, which I'll plug for a second. It's called Dark, which is a terrific show. Oh, the German-based yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's actually a lot like Stranger Things, but it's a little bit darker in tone. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> don't say. Dark. Yeah, yeah. Right, imagine mm. that. Uh, yeah, so, you know, when, when they when they had finished those, uh, you know, they were like, we need something else to watch. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, well, you know, give give this this show a shot. What a show so, indeed! Yeah, and to they've, recommend. they've gotten they've gotten totally totally into it to they're the point where they're like, we need to see this exhibit. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they yeah. haven't even finished uh, the show yet. I think they're they're on. I well, you know, they were on. They had finished season five when I last saw them, which oh, was wow. just a couple of days ago. So, so I imagine now they're probably they're probably in the middle of season six because they'll sit down and watch two or three episodes at a time. Wow, that's what, my parents um, would never do that. I, don't yeah, think. I mean, they never would before, but they've yeah. like I said, they've really gotten into this. So you know, we heard about the. Oh, my the dad ran through the show in like two or three weeks as soon as he started watching. Yeah, I mean, it's, your it's, dad is not this the target audience at all, not by a long. No, shot. he's sixty three today. Happy birthday! Uh, and like, uh, yeah, he watched all that show like all down. Went right through well, it. I mean, I think the the point of this podcast was we're not the target audience. So true. I guess the thing we're seeing with Downton is once you get over the concept, mm-hmm. if you're averse to the concept, then you just realize the show's a good show. Yeah. yeah. Also, I should stress, my, yeah, my dad's older, and I guess the target audience is a little older sometimes with Downton Abbey. He's also from Georgia, which is like, <laughs> you know... As foreign as you can get to. Yeah, your dad. Your dad prefers the the raunchier comedy. Oh, he's a two and a half men kind of guy. Yeah. yeah. If he. If, yeah. But you know what's cool about Downton is that uh, I feel like you know it has a lot of off a lot to offer to different demographics. Oh, for sure. Know? So it's, it's Violet, the quips. You yeah, I mean that's a big that's a big part of why I like it. I think, but I also I personally am really interested in the historical aspect of the show. Oh yeah. You know? So whereas you might like it. A lot, but you might like it for totally different reasons. Oh, it's than a I do. soap opera thing, and that's right. what my mom likes about yeah, it too. It's, so, just, it's a total soap opera. <laughs> right. 
But uh, so what what was your takeaways from the exhibit? What did you enjoy seeing? Uh, my favorite part would have to be uh, the recreation of the, the the downstairs area of the mm. the house, uh, the servants hall, all the bells, the kitchen, the, wall. the, the bell bells wall. wall. You know, I was waiting for. I actually, I'm going to confess, I stood there for about two minutes waiting for one of those bells to ring. I thought, oh. how cool would that be yeah. if, uh, if they had that? And there was there was a bell sound effect, you know, mm-hmm. in the background somewhere, but the, yeah. the bells themselves, you know, did not move. So I was a little disappointed with so that. But. Right around there, there's a test that you can take to see what position you would have in the house. Oh yeah, there we didn't. Indeed, t- I, I took the test. What did yeah. you get? <laughs> I would be a valet, apparently. That's what we right. got too. Yeah. Is everyone a valet? Like, I think it must be like, are you a man? No, You're I think a my yeah. my mother took it. Also, she would be a housekeeper, uh, and the woman next to me took it. She'd be a cook. So well, there were, did your there dad were definitely, take it? My dad didn't take it. He kind of just like stood on my mom's shoulder. Hmm. I think he wanted to take. It, but he was a little embarrassed to take it. Yeah. There was a lot of uh, like middle-aged and old women there, and he maybe felt a little yeah out of, out of place. Oh, I you, did too, but I didn't really care. How'd you feel about Carson's introduction to you walking in there, the intro, like "Welcome to Downton Abbey" or whatever? It was very true to the character. It was cool. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if any character is going to welcome you to Downton, it of course has to be Carson. Yeah, um, you know, he says, "What does he say?" Something like. Uh, keep a very strict inventory of the. Oh yeah, whatever. don't take anything. Or whatever. <laughs> like, I don't. I don't that. know why you'd want to go downstairs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, you, then you see his desk and you see his room and stuff. Yeah, and, that was really yeah. cool. That was really cool. Yeah, but uh, so yeah, you love the kitchen. What about the costumes? Was there any costumes you were drawn to or anything? Or the costumes are really cool. Yeah. Um I'm not. A fashion man. Yeah, I'm not really, I'm not really into the, a lot of that sort of thing. So for me, the, the the coolest thing about it was being able to look at the costumes and and try to imagine the characters in them. Yeah. Um, and it just, you know, I guess for me, it just brings me a little bit closer to the things that I see on screen. Yeah. Any, any that, of the props? Uh, there were some, there were some props. Yeah, that I thought were pretty cool. But I think, uh, gee, which one? I was. <laughs> they had the they had the little pharmacy bag, which I thought was. Yeah. One of the, the funniest things. Yeah, that, Ken, that... Ken, one thing that that in our discussion about this yesterday was we went the week between Christmas and New Year's. Yeah, and there were moments in that exhibition where we felt like sardines. Yeah, we were so I felt like I didn't really get to mm-hmm. to read everything and look at every little corner. Whereas I think you made it a point to. Yeah, I mean it was definitely crowded um, mm-hmm. when I went, but it, I don't think. From what you've described, I don't think it was quite that crowded. But I definitely, you know, I'm a museum type of person, and if I'm gonna go, I'm I want to take everything and I want to get mm-hmm. my money's worth. So I I did make a point to stop and read pretty mm. much every one of the little info plaques. So I was probably there for um, all told an hour and a half or two hours. You know, Sounds reasonable. We took our time. Yeah. 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 Did you uh, get anything from the gift store? No, I looked. I uh, I <laughs> thought that. Uh, I thought some of this stuff was a little overpriced, personally. Yeah. And uh, I mean, you mm-hmm. know, with a show like Downton Abbey, there's only there's only so much merch you can really offer. I think that's going to be worth it. You know, yeah, like you can buy it online elsewhere for cheaper. Yeah, but I mean, like there were a lot of people who were going crazy over the they had this little um, like an end cap with tea. Mm. Like it's it's tea. Like sure, it comes I, in a Downton tin, but man, I, it's I, tea. Like he, little does he know. Yeah. I, I told him yesterday. <laughs> we drank the tea. Yeah, we've been over this. Yeah. I have some tea in this room right yeah. now. Some Downton tea. <laughs> I hope it was delicious. Did, well, did you spot it. any Downton wine? Because that's something that's come up. Uh, I didn't. Okay, I didn't. We're gonna have to get that somehow. We are gonna need to. If you are listening and you have access to the Downton Abbey wine, hmm. let we'll, us know. We'll pay you. Ken, do you yeah, like sure. you like to drink? Ken, how it works. Do you, do you like to drink? You want to come drink some wine with sure. us? Sure. Yeah, if you're offering, yeah, absolutely. I think there's a, a lot of winos that we know that would 
I'll, want want to be on that. That's episode. true. We do we do affiliate with a lot of winos. <laughs> but <laughs> I think if we're, we're going to do characters. this, though, if we're going to yeah. do this, we've got to we've got to sift it through that yeah uh, that cloth like Carson does, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. I got we'll have it. um we'll bring in Mr. Mosley to drink it, and then he'll wind up passing out <laughs> drunk. Yeah. So, would you recommend the exhibit to fans of the show? Yeah, I mean, certainly. Um, I don't know where the exhibit is going next, but if uh, yeah, by the time you're listening, <laughs> if this, you're, it's probably if you're here, up. if yeah. you're listening, yeah, and it's possible for you to go, definitely, it was really cool. Yeah. What What are your thoughts now? Turning from the exhibit, what are your thoughts on Richard Carlyle? Oh boy! Oh geez! Cor- you're opening this up to other discussions. Yeah, this I, is not the are, direction. I, no, that's things fine. I need to know. Um, you know, I'm I'm not uh, fresh on the show, so I'm trying to remember Richard Carlyle. He's a newspaper man, the, right? So that's the one that Mary <laughs> is seeing right early yeah. season two. Right. Mm-hmm. This is a uh, Jorah Mormont, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <throwing that>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the same. The grayscale. I, man, I don't yeah. remember too. I I seem to recall he's kind of a sleazebag. Um, yeah, debatable. That's kind of how I felt yeah. about him. I mean, you know, he was. That's the. I mean, that's the character that he is. He's this kind of. He's the world is changing, and he sees mm-hmm. an opportunity to climb up the social ladder, and he takes it. Yeah, can't really blame him for that. So, would it shock you to learn that in our power rankings, currently at the top of the rankings after two seasons, he's in the. Is, he's ranked high. He's ranked <laughs> really? high. He's Richard Carlyle. Interesting. Well, we do the power rankings on an episode-by-episode episode basis. So if you have a good episode, you might get a lot of points. If you have a bad episode, you might lose points. So then we accumulate them at the end of the season. So there's a lot of really good characters that kind of have middle episodes where they don't do anything to stand mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of great characters that just kind of ride the middle. And there's a lot of really bad characters that are only on one or two episodes Right. that... I are mean, on the bottom. I think the the nation of England is is ranks more uh, low lower yeah. than like characters that are just bad people. Yeah, <laughs> interesting. Yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll, but Richard Carlyle in his episodes he succeeded mm-hmm. so much so that he worked his way into our like top three. Right, and now yeah. he's pretty much just kind of sticking around there, right? Someone else is. Yeah, unless he gets and... dethroned. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We need where, to where rebalance. Are you, where are you guys right now? You're in season three. We're the end of season three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you have any memories from Downton Abbey that stick out from the early seasons? Is there any one moment that's like a pivotal moment? Yeah, to give you a oh, frame man, of reference. You put me on the spot. Yeah. We, we are at the point, Lady Sybil has passed away. Okay. The rest of the season, uh, the baby was just baptized Catholic. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the season hasn't happened. So yeah. we're not talking about what goes mm-hmm. on beyond that. Right, mm-hmm. okay. So that it is. There's a few tentpole moments that happen that you're you kind of gauge down and on, but it's kind of tough to differentiate where they are when they're close. Yeah, but is there one moment that feels like defines the show for you from from those early seasons? Hmm, that's a tough one. I'm 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 kind of drawing a blank. And be totally honest with you, mm-hmm. there are. I mean, you know, again, I don't know if this is going to answer your question, but I find the historical aspect of the show really interesting. So you like World War One? I, I, I'm, yeah, I do. I like that a lot. Um, and what I was actually going to say, but I think what you said can, can work nicely with this too, is I've always been interested in, um, there are various historical, I guess, uh, events that have interested me. And one of them I've always found really interesting is the sinking of the Titanic. Oh, episode one. Right. But, you know, it's funny when you, when you learn about that or when you read about it, it's, it's usually talking about those who are directly involved mm. and, Something that was novel to me, at least, was the way that they chose to open this series 
um, with the, the sinking of the Titanic, but you're actually seeing how it impacted people who were not directly involved. Then we, we kind of talked about that a little bit too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I guess the same can be said for, you know, for World War One, right? You're seeing, yeah. I mean, there, you know, there are the scenes with Thomas and, and Matthew on the front lines and everything, mm-hmm. but, but you're also seeing what's happening at home. Yeah. You know, which was cool because I feel like, you know, again, if you go and you see like a World War One documentary or, or a mm-hmm. movie or a TV show, it's usually going to be focusing on the people who are actually seeing action. Yeah. So it's cool to see another side of that story. Mm-hmm. So you must have been geeking out at the exhibit with like, you know, they have like the letter from the Titanic, but I think it's like a fake one, you know, from the brothers. Yeah. It's fake. They, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously. They, they had, and it wasn't just that, they had a lot of letters. Yeah. Um, that were, you know, um, Done, I think really, I mean, I don't have much to compare them to, but they. Oh man, really that's one thing we should, accurate. we should go back for is the letters from Bates to Anna from jail. I wonder if those are there. Yeah, because I we need to confirm like what he wrote on those. Yeah, because I guess Uchi at Mama the, at the oh, point, did he write? <laughs> at the point that we went to the exhibition, mm-hmm. we had really only watched three episodes yeah. on a rewatch, so we were going with sort of a dated mm-hmm. look uh, at it memory. Yeah, now we're. You know, almost we're, done with season three. Yeah, so. we're fully submerged back into it. Well, wherever it winds up next, maybe... We'll travel to go there. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully we'll have fans there that we don't need to pay to stay somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be curious to see how faithfully they recreate the uh, the, the layout yeah. of the exhibition, wherever the mm-hmm. next place is. Because, you know, they they talk about how in this particular location they tried to make, you know, the first floor is downstairs, the second mm-hmm. floor is upstairs, and then the third floor, which I thought was kind of anticlimactic. Yeah, it's um, more close. Is, is the costumes. Well, the third floor is the wedding floor. It's more or less yeah, mostly formal wear and but wedding. All, but I mean, it's all, co- I don't know. But how, yeah. about, how about that moment when you walked in there and then you realize, wait a second, that's the staircase to the downstairs. That was amazing. Yeah, because you that don't even re- realize that as it's happening, it's just like, oh, that's it. There yeah, because there are so many shots in the show that 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 you know mm-hmm. are taken from that perspective. Yeah, you know, or they might kind of loot, they kind of sw- uh, swirl around the stairs as they move. But mm-hmm. I mean, that was amazing. That was yeah. when I was like, oh my god, I'm, I'm here. Down. I'm like, I'm at yeah. Downton Abbey right now. But in case you didn't listen to our High Clear ep- uh, Castle, right. no, episode. no, you've been to High Clear. Right? Yeah, yeah. The downstairs isn't there. There, right. there, the, that that hallway. Doesn't yeah, exist. I mean, that yeah. was one of the things that um, one of those little info plaques mentioned yeah. that a lot of the downstairs stuff was, you know, had to be built on a set because it wouldn't, it mm-hmm. wouldn't look, yeah, the way it would have looked, yeah, back then. And the now, downstairs so. of High Clear is an Egyptian history museum. Yeah, that's what is they got really? going on. Well, not there's like a. Um, some people who live there, I think, excavated some mummy, and they have an exhibit wow. on that. Yeah, I think the house. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyways, look, there's a movie coming out. Yeah. What is your feelings about that movie? What are your expectations? What do you want to see? He Ken Ken said something to me yesterday, and I'm I'm going to steal his thunder on this moment. He said World War Two, just like you. Yeah. Why not? He said possibly. Well, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, I, I figured it would be really interesting to pick up at that point because. Spoilers. World War One has mm-hmm. such a big impact on the show, mm-hmm. and so it would be interesting to see what happens with World War Two. Yeah. Um, but you know, I think something big's got to happen for a movie for a movie to to come out. There's got to be some kind of large event that's mm-hmm. yeah. that's at the center of this storyline. So I yeah. don't know. That makes sense. I really don't know what to expect, though. To be honest with you, yeah, one thing we're yeah. seeing in season three is. The estates, the classic historical mm-hmm. estates, are fading away. Mm-hmm. As, yeah, right. So, and they've even discussed what happens. We sell down and and we move into a smaller estate. Right, what if right, right. what if 
Downton goes away in the movie. It's not going away. Well, you know what I mean. What if the yeah. movie is them coming to terms with Because there's got to be a sequel fact. to the movie, obviously. Yeah. There's going to be a Down Abbey, too. Yeah, you know, that's yeah. that's something that Dave had mentioned to me, too, and I, I, I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. You know, I hadn't thought that maybe they could be doing a series of films. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess if there's a demand for it, they, they might. Yeah. Oh, there's going to be a demand. I saw somebody on Twitter because... Uh, if you want to know about my ways to attract followers, I click the <laughs> Downton Abbey hashtag and I just follow people that tweet about Downton. Sure. Hoping that they'll follow us. So, yeah. you know, if you're one of those people, let us know. Um, so I saw that somebody said that The Gilded Age, Fallows' new show, mm-hmm. is a pr- direct prequel to Downton. Narratively. Really? And I wasn't aware of that. I think in terms of uh, history, that takes yeah. place in the 1880s, right? Yeah, but it's not the same characters or anything. It's not. Well, I mean, but is it meant to be like in the same universe? Yeah, that's right? if it's if it's a shared universe, as in like the world is, exists like as a place. 1880s, so like we could possibly see some a young dowager, characters. right? Well, that's what I was thinking. Right? I don't know about that. Yeah, <laughs> if there's uh, a way yeah. to confirm, I mean, maybe we can just yeah. Well, that's a little, Google it. A lot of speculation. We'll know when there's like a trailer coming out for the show or something. Yeah, yeah. Interesting prospect, though. I mean, they didn't they talk for a while about doing some kind of prequel series following uh, Robert and Cora. Jeez, oh, that would be bad. Yeah. No, I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't think we need yeah. that. But, but I, don't, I don't need to know more about the drama in their lives. But I'm not <laughs> imagining it, right? That was, yeah. that was no, that was a thing. Yeah, yeah. Julian Fellows, he's a, he's a busy man. Did yeah. you did, did you bookend going to the Down Abbey exhibit with seeing School of Rock written by Julian Fellows? Did he do that? Yeah, he did. Are you kidding me? No. No, we didn't. We actually ended up going to the uh, to the Wax Museum. Oh, okay. No Which, Downton Abbey characters there? No. All right. If only, right? If yeah. only. Yeah. Yeah. But we should pivot the conversation, because one thing we talked about recently was catching up on some movies featuring Downton Abbey actors in them. Mm-hmm. You know, there was... There was a... Wasn't there... There was a movie that Julian Fellows wrote, and I think Gosford Maggie Park. Smith. Yeah, 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 that was it. I, I have not seen it. I haven't seen that one. We have to review that. It's. Uh, I think it was very Downton esque. Yeah, it was nominated for best screenplay in two thousand one. Featured Clive Owen. Oh, look at this. Uh, yeah, it was. Well, direct, you know, Corey, it was, just for listeners, Corey's rattling this off the top of his head. He is not referencing. Oh yeah, no, I just know this stuff. It was directed by Robert <laughs> Altman. It was a pretty well regarded movie. Um, yeah, we should review it sometime. Yeah. Yeah. More Julian for you guys. Yeah. Uh, but Dave, you watched Paddington 2. I did watch Paddington 2. That is, so, listeners, this is one of my favorite movies of the year. I mean, I know it came out in 2017 last year in England and stuff, but in the US it came out this year. This movie is amazing. It is. And you know what I was thinking about Paddington and Paddington 2? It's still not a guest on our podcast yet. Not yet. Day, we'll, we'll get him. We'll, we'll get him. Uh, he, he, the film, it's, as you're watching it, you can call the shots. It's not necessarily innovative in a storytelling. Mm-hmm. But it is so emotionally uh, rewarding. Yeah, seeing all of this corny stuff happen, mm-hmm. and it's also like, it's like if 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 you let Wes Anderson make a studio family movie mm-hmm. that didn't have the obvious like daddy issues that every Wes Anderson movie has, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and and oh, Hugh Bonneville is great in this. Oh yeah, he's so charming. He's very silly. Have you seen this movie, Ken? I confess, I have. Have not. you seen Paddington One? I have not. Paddington oh. is on Netflix. Catch up. Yeah, right. watch Padding, Watch the first one. It's great. The second one, there were a couple moments where I was just so overwhelmed with happiness. Oh, I was, I was moved to tears by the ending. Oh, yeah. It was so heartwarming. The, the ending ap- yeah. when he gets out oh, of the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, oh my goodness. They did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. called the shot at the beginning of the movie, and you know it's going to happen. But yeah. when it happens, you're so happy. And the whole movie is Paddington the Bear trying to get his Aunt Lucy 
uh, a pop-up book of London because she can't make it to London. So he wants to have her experience it through a pop-up book. So this inspired me when I went to London this year to get my mom a pop-up book while I was there. And she was so... Because my mom saw Paddington 2 twice in theaters. This is She she doesn't see movies twice in theaters. She loved it. So I got her a pop-up book and she couldn't have been happier. And I also got her a pop-up book from France and Rome too while I was there. I was like, just keep going all out. Did she cry? She she was she was happy. She was very very happy about it. She was she was beside herself. So, yeah, yeah. Paddington absolutely recommend Paddington too. Whenever you can get it on a streaming source, especially for Hugh Bonneville fans. Yeah, Downton fans. Yeah, it has it, it has a very similar sort of. Um, it's like Downton if Downton was more whimsical and fantastical. Sure, sure. and a kids film. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Have you guys uh, seen the? I think it's called the Best Exotic Marigold Hotel. No, right? no. Have you seen that? I think that's, that's is Maggie got, Smith in that. Yeah. Maggie Smith is in that, and I believe Penelope Wilton is also in that. Which one? Oh, Penelope Wilton. She is um, uh, Isabel Isabel Crawley. Oh, so we've yeah. never referred to her by her human name. No, that's true. <laughs> I'm one of those weird people that like knows actors' names. Unfortunately, well, because we've talked about watching the Guernsey Literary Potato Society. Sure, uh, and the yeah, Potato she, Peel Society, right? She, yeah, 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 gotcha. Uh, she's in that. So is Maggie Smith. So is Lady Sybil. So is Lady Rose, who we haven't met yet. And Matthew Good. And Matthew Good, who we haven't yeah. met yet. Yeah, yeah. So we'll get to that. So the Downton Movie Club. Maybe we'll yeah. do that. that. That's that'll be what we call those. the Downton Movie Club. Yeah, the Downton Movie Club. That'll be our little Some side episode because it keeps growing. Because like Dan Stevenson is in a lot of stuff. And it's like hard to keep up with. Did uh, Julian Fellows have any involvement with School of Rock, the movie, or just the no, Broadway just show? the Broadway oh, okay. show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, <laughs> yeah. So there you go. If you have any down movies that you think we should watch, we have Gosford Park, we have the Guernsey Potato the Peel Guernsey. Society, Guernsey, whatever yeah. it is, the Brothers Guernsey Potato Peel Society. Sure, <laughs> Sasha yeah. Baron Cohen is mm, in it. Nope. <laughs> uh, anything yeah. else? Uh, let us know on Twitter. Yeah. If you want us to watch a down movie. We'll watch it. We'll watch it. Down Movie yeah. Club. We'll start. That'll be our little side episode. Do we elongate this podcast? And you all watch Paddington. Do that. If watch wanna, Paddington and Paddington. If too. you want to feel good about, you want a life affirming movie. Watch Paddington. Paddington. Can and Hugh Grant go, is great in Paddington too. Oh, he's fantastic. Hugh Grant is kills it in that, and so does uh, Gleason, Brendan Gleason. He's, yeah, he's very good. Yeah, Mad Eye Moody. Yeah. So can go I have my go, homework. I gotcha. Go, go watch. Yeah, Paddington. Paddington two. And listen to all of our podcasts. And if you're listening to this and you haven't listened to all of our podcasts, you do it too. Because so many people, as Ken said, listen to our first episode. Not our best episode. Not the one I'd recommend for you to jump in on. Just yeah. jump, jump in on the current one we're on. It's a, you know, jump in, work your way back. We're peaking right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. That's a real boastful thing to say. I'm really feeling our, myself right now. All know? right. Yeah. Well, we'll leave you on that note. Okay. Ken, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully we'll 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 maybe be discussing Downton Wine, Downton Movie Club coming soon. It's getting a little well it's getting wild in here. Yeah. Yeah. Catch you next time. So long. <laughs>